Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome to a new episode of Our Kids Can Thrive, the podcast. Today I've got some tips for you about getting rid of toxicity in your house. And some kids can be really sensitive to products or things that are just, you take for granted that they're in your house and they've always been there. And you don't even, you might not know that your child has the sensitivity until it's gone and you kind of see symptoms um, get reduced. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is your water. Um, There are a lot of potential hazards in your local drinking water. Um, There's, there could be chlorine and fluoride, which is a known neurotoxin. There could be all kinds of byproducts, pharmaceuticals, heavy metals, pesticides, and all kinds of things that have been found in many water systems um, in the United States and really probably all over the world. Um, A lot of these things are probable human carcinogens. And, you know, we just take these things for granted that we, you know, we've been drinking our water for many years or a long time. And even if you're city has water that passes a lot of tests, you know, they might not be testing for all the toxins that there could be. So I recommend, and I've been using for many years, a reverse osmosis system. Everyone kind of has their own um, preferred system of cleaning their water. But I like reverse osmosis water because it cleans everything out. It takes out the heavy metals, the chloride, the fluoride, it takes everything out. Um, you need to be able to put minerals back into your water. So the way that we do that is we just cook with, we use a lot of minerals when we're eating and we use Himalayan pink salt when we're, when we're cooking. Um, that's how we add it back into our diets. And it's been going pretty well for the past, I think, six or seven years. So the next thing that I would like to talk about is your air and, um, The air in your home can be more toxic than the air that's outside often due to, you know, the furniture in your house and your mattresses that could be covered with neurotoxic flame retardants. And um, these these toxins can off-gas into the air and also paints and all kinds of furniture, like even your wooden furniture can have um, polywood... um, coating that's toxic to to your health. So I like HEPA filters. They're great for removing toxins from the air inside your home. And there are also a lot of really nice household plants that you can use in your house that purify the air. Spider plants are one of them. Gerber daisies, rubber plants, and there's so many. I think I have a list that I will link to you on the website that full of, you know, there's lots of household plants that you can use to um, reduce toxins in your air, in your, in your home. And I also like my Himalayan pink salt lamp. Um, I got that one year when my kids got sick, they were really sick with this terrible cough and it really seemed to help my children. And the third thing that I want to talk to you about today is your cleaners. Cleaning with non-toxic products is really, really important. Um, these things all leave a residue. Like, let's say your dish soap, it can leave a residue on your dish. And, 
you know, you don't know what it's leaving behind and then you're eating it in your food. And I just, I like going as natural as I possibly can. Also with laundry detergent, um, all kinds of soaps, it's the same kind of thing. It gets left behind on your clothing, your children's clothing, the bedding, everything that is around you that you wash. And all these things can seep right into your skin or your children's skin. And so I just enjoy using um, the most natural, you know, within with, within our limits that we can do, the most natural clean, cleaners and laundry detergents that we can use. And the same goes with personal care products like toothpaste and deodorant, cosmetics, um, shampoo, soap, lotions, anything that kind of goes on the body. You just want to be really careful, especially if you or your child is are sensitive to, you know, if they have a sensitive constitution, meaning ADHD or autism or any kind of like any kind of thing that makes them a little off or sensitive or different, you know, you never know how these things are going to affect them. Um, so that's number three. And I would also like to um, go into using non-toxic cookware. And you, we, we've been <laughs> slowly replacing all the plastic in our house with glass. And of course, if you have small kids like we do, you know that the glass is not going to last very long. It might break <laughs> at some point. But, you know, we're, we try to be careful. And the, gla- the plastic is just, it's full of toxins. And even the BPA-free plastic, it's, they, they use a different kind of chemical instead of so they can write BPA-free on it. But none of it is very good. And it all leaches into your food, especially hot food. Um, ceramic dinnerware can contain high amounts of heavy metals like lead and tin. So it's a good idea to replace plates and bowls with glasses and, um, you know, glass cups and glass, glass, everything that you can do, or, uh, the most natural versions of things that you can get. This is especially important for young children who are overexposed to plastic sippy cups, teething rings, straws, plates, spoons, not to mention toys. Um, yeah, so I hope these tips can help you and I'm going to link to a lot of the stuff that I spoke about on the website, our kidscanthrive.com. Don't forget to find me there and all over the web at our kids thrive. I'm on Instagram a little bit. I need to get back into that and I'm on Facebook and of course I'm here on the podcast. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Till next time.